Tell me what you had for breakfast, if you had a breakfast. The only thing I had for breakfast was those six cups of coffee I drank after I got here. I'm, I am the reason that your coffee pot went empty, by the way. Welcome to the Tech After Five podcast. As always, I'm here with my pal, Scott Pfeiffer. Scott, thanks for helping me out, brother. Phil, it's always great to be here. We have... Um, you know, I'm bringing to the podcast today, we're going to answer a question that I get, quite frankly, a lot at Tech After Five, right? And that is either I've someone say, how do I find a mentor? Or I've decided, or I'm looking for a mentor, who can, who, who would be my mentor, et cetera. And I think this is, this makes a lot of sense for a lot of people, but we ought to just walk through that thing of why should you really get a mentor? Well, I mean, how do you find that mentor? How do you solve it? So if you think you want a mentor, maybe we'll talk you out of it. Maybe we'll come up with some other idea for you on that bit. But uh, the idea is to kind of help people figure out who can help them move along. Sure. Uh, you know, having a mentor can be great if you're ready for one, if you really are prepared to commit to having a mentor. Having a mentor is a big commitment, though. Yeah, well, right. I mean, it, it's a two-way relationship, right? And the thing is, I mean, you got to decide again. What you've got to make some decisions, and probably we got to help people figure those things out. So let's, for whatever reason, you've come to us today. You're listening to this podcast a because you like the sound of our voices, or maybe because you like what we're doing at Tech After Five. You like getting, you know, hopefully good advice from sane people. Um, or you came to us specifically because you want to say, I want to get a mentor. I'm having some trouble with it. And we want to give you some ideas for getting around that. So, Phil, what are some of the reasons people give you uh, for wanting a mentor? Okay. Well, and that's so our that's our first step, right? Let's just the first step in finding a mentor is identify for yourself what is the reason you want a mentor and that is what would what is it you would like to get out of that relationship right so i think for sometimes this is someone was asking and quite frankly it's a career based move right so they are inside an organization and typically they're having some kerfuffle inside that right there's some thing inside the organization they said i just need someone to help me navigate my way through a rough patch in my job Sure. I see that sometimes too. And often when you get a mentor, generally you're looking for a longer term relationship. You're going to build a relationship with this person. It may be over time. You may be looking for their advice on a number of issues as you grow. Mentors are going to help you grow. So sometimes if it's just one specific thing you need help with, you might consider something like a book or an online course or a seminar that can address that specific issue without having to get into the relationship aspect of actually having a mentor. Yeah. So I, and I think that's a good point. I mean, that you're bringing up right there, right? Which is if you're, if you want something longer term, that's right. A, a, a single spot might not be it, but again, if you are in the career space and this is something that happens regularly, you know, you just want someone to keep helping you pull the self forward, then this is probably a good thing for you to go through. Uh, another reason people think, you know, we got to figure out why they want a mentor. I mean, what are you trying to get out of it? So your point to there is this should be something where you think this is going to be longer term as opposed to a spot. And, uh, you know, the other thing is, you know, uh, a mentor is not a consultant, right? That's not a, that's a different relationship entirely, right? A, a mentor is going to 
listen to you, talk to you, and offer you hopefully the advice they think is best for you moving forward. But they're not going to do the work. That's right. They're not going to do the work. They're, they may or may not be paid. I think usually they're not paid as opposed to a coach or a consultant that, that are going to be paid uh, in most cases. And can you know coaches tend to be issue-specific. You might have a coach that's talking to you about marketing or a coach that's talking to you about business operations and it's focused on the company that you're in. Whereas a mentor really is looking at you as a person and helping you develop in your career uh, or in your uh, your ability to be an entrepreneur or whatever. So I think even in that case, you might not actually know what the goal is, right? It's like I would just be able to navigate forward in where I am, but I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm looking for a, to be my next position up if I'm in a job, or am I, you know, is this someone that's going to kind of help me understand how to run my business so that I can find investors or how I can attract employees or I can uh, attract partners to what I'm doing in my... So it could be any of those things. I mean, you might want this because you're an entrepreneur. You might want this because you are inside, you're doing work for somebody else. I mean, you might be a solopreneur out there saying, look, I just want someone to help me kind of navigate that space over time, right? I agree. And in my mind, at least... When you're looking for a coach or a consultant, you're looking at their expertise. Whereas when you're looking at a mentor, you're looking for their experience. You want, in a mentor, you want someone that has walked the path that you're walking and can give you the benefit of their wisdom and their connections to sort of guide you. Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. So so the first thing is we're asking you, you know, your five steps to finding a mentor. We want this to be hopefully quick and easy, actionable advice to you. First thing is to write down, you know, if I had a mentor, this is what would change for me, right? I would, you know, I would feel like I would be more comfortable making these decisions. I would uh, be better at this. I would understand these spots in my life better. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. You know, a mentor hopefully is going to be able to say, you know what, that sounds like a great idea, but I I did that and that didn't work out so well. Have you considered this or have you talked to this kind of guy? Just someone to bounce ideas off of and, and get advice from. All right. So I, I want a mentor because I'd like to be better at what? And that's the way you want to write that down first. So that's your first bit of actionable advice. You know, identify clearly what you think. And you may be wrong, but identify clearly what you think are the reasons for having a mentor. All right. Step two, you're going to find a mentor. You've decided that you need this. Um, now, I think, you know, part of my thing is identify where you're going to find it. And quite frankly, there's a lot more options than simply walking up to someone older than you and saying, will you be my mentor? Yeah, Sheryl Sandberg in her book, I think, talked about walking around just asking random strangers, will you be my mentor, is like the bird in that children's book, walking around asking people, will you be my mother? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's no help at all is what she's trying to get at. That's no help at all is exactly right. right. So you should consider multiple sources to try and find the right fit for you to be a mentor. Right. Well, it, right. And so that, again, it's not just wandering around asking people. But where. But So first off, I think, 
you know, half of this equation may be kind of solved for you all and that there are organizations sort of wrapped around being mentors, right? So, you know, like uh, various chamber organizations, very tech, various technology organizations have mentorship programs set up already so that, you know, you can actively kind of pull people forward in whatever they're doing. That's right. So you can look at a, a thing like that. I think SCORE has a mentorship program. There are many others. Some of them are industry specific, like you said. So you can check those out. Those are people that have been through some training. They have evinced an interest in being a mentor in a specific industry or area. They've gotten some training. There are some rules around it, uh, some commitments that you make, but it's all very sort of defined. Right. Yeah. So again, you mentioned what score is a good one, right? Uh, those guys, I mean, that's basically a professional program typically offered at little or no charge to you mm -hmm. to have someone be a mentor there. Uh, various chambers have mentorship programs, which you might be able to find. And there are other larger ones that are kind of professional, but you can just kind of Google and find one that might be active inside your area, right? I mean, some of them are very formal. I think I like Founder Institute, if you happen to be in the technology entrepreneurship space i mean there's a very specific program that they've got wrapped around it but uh you know depending on how often or how hard or how uh, intense you want this program to be there are varieties out there you know we talk about uh, we've got a mastermind and quite frankly at some layer that's kind of a group mentorship program right i mean in our the way our group sets up and you know ours is like i said we are calling ours a mastermind but there are ben franklin circles there are other juntos or whatever groups like the ben franklin circles etc um their whole thing is to set up a thing to kind of help people move forward now they've, they've got a sort of primary agenda but that might work out for well for you well that's right that's uh, a little bit different than the traditional sort of one-on-one -on -one mentoring uh, this group mentoring where you have this mastermind where you're all helping one another. There are, there are various uh, boards uh, that get people uh, usually that have some common theme together in a room on a regular basis, and you all get to know each other's company and ask each other advice. But that's essentially a mentoring relationship. Yeah. All right. So this, uh, that's our second step. I want you to consider that there might be a whole variety. So go around and look for what those are. But I think as we get to step three, this is an important part. And this is ask for suggestions from your known network, right? I mean, it's getting advice from a stranger who's got no investment in you. That can be kind of a tough road to go. I, th I think that's right. I think if you're really looking for that one-on-one -on -one mentoring relationship, it needs to be with someone that you have some sort of relationship with. Now, not necessarily somebody that you know super well right at the beginning, but asking your network who might be good, telling them what you're looking for. You know, in step one, we, we thought about what it was we want out of this relationship. Put that out there, and you might get an introduction to someone. And I would say if you're going that route, you can start kind of small. Uh, with just some advice before you jump into the full mentoring relationship. Yeah, that's right. So that's kind of a way to sort of test them out. But we like this idea of kind of going around and starting with some trusted people in your network and saying, who do you trust or who would you recommend? And, you know, I'm always the one that says, you know, when someone says, I think so-and-so would be great, your next question is, well, what makes them 
the perfect fit for me? Why are they the person for me? Why is this the right time, for example, for them to be able to do that for me? Yeah, it's really great when you go out into your network to be able to press a little bit. I mean, you want to get these referrals from people in your network who know you. And you want to be able to articulate, as we did in step one, what it is exactly you're looking for so that the person that's making the referral can make a good, solid referral. Right. All right. So you've gone, th- you, you got that kind of figured out. You've kind of figured out why you're doing it. You've gone out, you've compared all these various places. You've now you're going to your network and asking people for recommendations and you're asking them specifically, why is this a good recommendation for me? You know, now it's time for you to kind of make an approach to a mentor. And I think uh, there's a couple of ways of going about this. And I don't know if you sneak up on it. That's kind of the way I might normally do it. Or you come up with a, uh, specifically formulated ask. But I think there's got to be some way for you to figure out how to get this started. Scott, how would how would you recommend, you know, let's imagine, you know, we're looking at Tech After Five, right? So you've got a young entrepreneur building a business out there, and he thinks he wants a mentor. He's taken all your advice up to this point. What should he be saying to the mentor when he goes and talks to him the first time or when he's approaching a prospective mentor? Yeah, so I'm kind of with you. I think that mentorships work best when there's some sort of relationship, I probably would talk to that person, have some questions for them that you've prepared about their experience, a little bit about yourself, maybe ask them a little bit of advice, but I would try to get a coffee or um, you know, a drink or something with them. And I would start small, just asking them for advice, seeing how they interact with you. Um, do they give you good advice? Are they, do they listen? Do they just sort of blather on about things that are not quite relevant? Make sure it's sort of a good fit before I would go and formally ask, hey, would you be willing to mentor me? Yeah. So what kind of questions might I have pre- prepped for something like that, right? What am I, I'm testing this mentor for fit, right, before I do it. Um, you know, let's use Scott's sneaky sets of questions or however you think about it, right? What am I going to ask this guy or gal? Well, I'm probably going to ask them to talk about themselves first. I want to know what their life experience is, what their business experience is. Tell me what you did. Tell me about, you know, challenges that you overcame. Because I, I really want to know that they're able to think and articulate about that in a in a in a good way, not in just a everything was great, I was great, uh, sort of way. Right. And then I might have a specific small problem I'm dealing with that I could ask them for advice on. Like, I mean, it really depends on what you're looking for your mentor for, but you might be, you might say, hey, I'm thinking about hiring an accountant. Do you have any advice about that? I'm thinking about, you know, I've got this tough decision I'm making. and Did you ever have to make a decision like that? I think you can you can come in with a sort of an idea of a question you're going to ask, and you might ask it to four or five different prospective mentors and just see what kind of feedback you get or advice you get. Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of times we're, you know, we think we would like to have a formal mentoring relationship, but I think there are informal mentoring relationships that work out really well as well, right? I mean, that can be the thing for you. So it might be that you go there and you say, you really like that. And so it might not ever, you may never say to the person, you know, I would really love it if we could somehow establish a mentoring relationship. You might just say to them, I really appreciate this 
advice. And if I had other questions, do you suppose it'd be okay for us to get together again? Would you be open to that? I think that's right. You know, mentoring, it, it doesn't have to be anything super formal. You don't have to have to write anything up. You're, um, it's a relationship, and it should develop organically like a relationship, I think. And at some point, you may want to say, hey, can we do this on a formal basis? Can we meet every week? So I had, uh, I mentored a young man this year. I'd known him for several years, and it had been that sort of informal, hey, if I ever have a question, can I call you kind of thing? And it's like, of course. And he would call me every once in a while. And then this year, when I saw him, he said, hey, I'm really pushing this uh, thing I'm doing. Would it be okay if we had a, a scheduled phone call every week for half an hour? And I agreed, and we did for a while. Yeah. Um, so for you, I mean, and I ask this because you're kind of, you've got the, you know, you didn't see this guy as a customer. I'm guessing it was a mentor, mentee kind of thing. Um, you you didn't feel like you were going to broach that subject as a as a commercial relationship. No, I, I really wasn't looking. This is a young guy starting out. He's really not my target market. Um, I had no interest in trying to make money off of him. I was just interested in giving back to the ecosystem by helping a guy out. And so, you know, obviously I treated, I approached that relationship very differently than I would a, a paying gig, as my friend Alan Robinson likes to say. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to do any of the heavy lifting work, whereas in a consulting or, or coaching relationship, I might say, we have a talk and I would say, hey, I'm going to go research that. I'm going to come back next week and have good advice for you. In this situation, it was more me giving the homework. That's right. And so, so but anyway, that's how that, and I think that was good because you're setting out the idea why might a mentor do that, right? And typically a mentor is somewhere to the point where they've, they've they're at a certain part in their career where they've got the energy to kind of give back. They've that, got the energy, the time, the inclination to sort of give back. And if they like where you are, then they will maybe just help you out. And it might be this casual or it might be as formal as, yeah, we're going to talk once a month or once a week or whatever that might be. Yeah, so that particular relationship became more formal. We agreed. We didn't sign anything. There was no money changing hands. But we agreed we were going to talk every week at this time. We did it. He doesn't live in Greenville, so we did it over uh, Skype. But it was sort of that formal, scheduled, here's what we're going to do. And I would give him assignments every week, say, okay, think about this, come back with that, email it to me before our call next week, and we'll talk about it, that sort of thing. Now, Richard Bliss and I, and even you and I, we sort of have more of those informal mentoring relationships with each other right. that you had talked about. So I called you all the time, and you call me, and I call Richard, and Richard calls me, and we ask each other advice in our area of expertise or bounce ideas off of each other, do sanity checks. And that's a form of mentoring that right. none of us have ever said, hey, will you be my mentor? But right. we do that. Yeah. And right. And you can develop those as well. You should, everyone should probably have a small number of those folks. But you just getting back to this thing of, you know, particularly someone who's getting started in some piece or they're, mm -hmm. they imagine a leap in front of themselves in which they need a mentor in this. So you mentioned right off, you said, you know, I could give my guy some homework and then he would come back to me with the answers and things like that. And that is really the step five of any of our mentoring relationship. And that is you need to uh, engage and engage is you know, 
uh, being grateful, doing the work and reporting your progress, right? Well, that's exactly right. You know, you've got to do the work. You've got to be the one that follows up. You've got to commit to it because that person's giving you their time and their advice and their experience. You can't say, let's have a, a call every Friday and then every other Friday you're too busy. Right. Uh, every other Friday you're canceling. You show up to the meeting and you haven't done the homework. The You're asking this person to be a mentor and to give their time for free and what they want back from you they want you to be successful. So what they want back from you is to see a commitment. Right? You're not you're worth my time for free if I see that you're on fire for this thing. Right. Right. And and, and the thing I don't think people think about that a lot, right? And I certainly get some of that on my side. You know, people are always asking for advice. Like, if I were you, I think I would go do this. And then, you know, there's nothing, you get nothing back from them, right, on it. And it's like, well, that's just a sign to me that you're not committed. There's simply no reason in the world for me to be committed to something you as the mentee aren't committed to, right? That's right. So I lose interest right away. I can't want it more than you. If, If I'm calling you and saying, hey, are we doing this thing today? then you've you've now become a piece of work for me and uh, we're probably done. Yeah, because, right, almost never is someone got that kind of time, right? Certainly on a, a, a basis where it's just sort of a friendly, non-commercial relationship where I just want to find, I want to mentor somebody. That's right. Um, I want them to be engaged in what we're doing or I want to go do something else. With and that's why time. I think that step one is so important. Uh You've got to decide that you really do want a mentor yeah, and that you're willing to commit to that relationship. If you really just want one question answered and then you're going to lose interest, go to a seminar. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So there we are. We've got our five steps. I think these things kind of wrap this up really well, right? And that is you got to figure out why you want to do it. You know, lots of folks will tell you, you got to start with why, but figure out what the whys are. What is it you want to hope to uh, figure out to, with this. Consider multiple sources for doing that. That's step two. Three, go to your network so that you can get sort of warm leads, if you were, into people that might be good suit. I mean, you end up with someone you don't know, but at least it, you worked through your network and it's not cold. Um, then four, you're going to approach them, make the ask, figure out what that is. And then number step number five, of course, is you're going to engage. And engage for us is, you know, being grateful, doing the work and reporting back your progress along the stuff that you guys had discussed together. That's exactly right, Phil. All right. I think this is good. Scott, as always, thank you for your help, brother. Thanks. Always glad to be here, Phil. (laughs) 